Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The Self Love Club, a place where boss babes share their stories to empower women. Welcome to the Self Love Club podcast. I'm Val Crawford and you can find out more about why I've launched this club at valcrawford.com. I'd love for you to join it and trust me, it's not like a cult or pyramid scheme. It's literally just a club where you can come hang out. It's going to be a fun time. Join me for a podcast series where we'll hear the stories of girl boss women who are doing super cool things with their lives. We'll find out how they've done what they have, their self-love and self-care practices, and they'll share their tips to empower you to live your best life. Spiritual healer and businesswoman Gaia Chenaya, aka Soul33, is my therapist and features on the Self-Love Club Monthly for our series Love Lessons. This episode focuses on being a warrior in the world, standing up for yourself and knowing your value. Gaia, welcome back to Love Lessons, episode eight now. We've done so many of these so far. We have. It's been so fun. It's I've fun. been really enjoying it. Yeah, it's gone so quickly. This year actually is going so crazy fast. I know, it's crazy that it's August already. And you've been doing, you've recently come back from some exciting things overseas. Tell us yeah. about that. So I was in London for the first time with Soul 33 and I honestly, I was like having reincarnation visions of who I've been in this land before. I loved it so much. I had an amazing time. Weather was great. Clients were amazing. And obviously I had a lot of clients who were listening to this podcast, Belle. Really? Heaps of them. <clears throat> lots oh, of them. Wow. I heard you on Self Love Club. That's why, you know, we're here and blah, blah, blah. So it's really amazing. So lots of people hearing about you over there too. Yeah, there are, there are actually quite a few girls that get in touch with me from London, which is epic. It's such a beautiful place and I'm so glad that we're able to be there as well. Exactly. Yeah, so this episode we're touching on warrior in the world, strength. Yes. Which I think like people might hear and be like, what? But actually this is going to be so relevant to people. It's so, it's such an important one. So what, something happened to me while in the first part of my trip. So I go to Malaysia quite often because I have a business there and then I also have Soul 33 clients there as well. And I have an office that is in right in the centre of Kuala Lumpur. It's beautifully lit. It's in a really nice area. And I get up really early when I'm in Malaysia. So I got to the centre of KL at 6am, parked my car. I was crossing the road and it was still dark. And then I take one step up onto my to get into my office building. And there were two guys on a motorcycle and I could see them coming towards me. But I was just thinking, two guys on a motorcycle. I wasn't thinking that I was going to be mugged at six o'clock in the morning. And that's what happened. So I felt them bumping into me. And I had my handbag on my left shoulder like I normally do. But I always hold my handbag with the with a grip because, you know, when you're traveling, you carry a lot of shit. Yeah, you've got to be careful. You've got to be yeah. so careful. And, you know, don't think that Malaysia is always like this. I travel a lot to Malaysia. It would have been, it'd be like 25 times in the last four years and nothing's ever happened to me. So this was a very interesting experience. So I felt them bumping me to destabilize me. And then the next thing I feel is my head hitting the ground and me being dragged on the back of a motorcycle. Mm. Now, it was really interesting because nothing like this has ever happened to me. And I honestly didn't even have the thought, not even once, to let go of that bag. I was, I was swearing, and I was like, <laughs> it's 
quite amusing when I think about what I was saying, but I was screaming on top of my lungs and I was swearing and there was no way in hell I was going to let go of that back. And they dragged me for quite a way. And it was just, and it was amazing, you know, obviously because I'm in the spiritual world as well, working in that. Malaysia's a hot country and I'm usually in dresses or shorts or short skirts. That day I was wearing black jeggings and a long denim shirt. Perfect clothes to be dragged on the back of a motorcycle. So I was really, honestly, it was almost like it was all orchestrated to work that way. And so they eventually let go of me because they were driving at full speed. They weren't going to slow down. And they eventually- How fast can you going? Really, like really fast. Like That's so it was horrible. It, like when my friends and family watched, they were like, "Oh my god!" They were driving it. I full saw the speed video because it was, it was so, like yeah. you know being, and I was on the back of that for ages. <sighs> but they eventually let go because they're like, "This girl's not going to let go of her back." So I had clients, Soul Thirty Three clients that day, and there was no way I could cancel because people were flying in from other countries to see me. Oh, so I was like, yeah. so I just sat on the step. I didn't cry, which was a very interesting. I was observing all of the stuff that I was wow. feeling. I was like, I didn't cry. But I was like in shock because I was course. like, what the heck just yeah, happened? Like, what the hell? And then so I went upstairs to my office and I rang my mum and told her what happened. She was having a freak out. But what it taught me, Belle, was I not just am a warrior knowingly in my mind, I will fight. I will fight until I get what is deservedly mine. Yes, that could have been a stupid thing to do. Like if that was my mum or my grandma, I would, or someone pregnant or something vulnerable, I'd have said, you let go of that bag. Yeah, well, that's what people tell you in those situations generally to do that. Of course, but I I like to think that I have very good intuition about Mm. things. So I usually know when to let go. And so that's what I wanted to talk about on this podcast is knowing when to bring out that warrior in you Mm. and fight for your rights. Like obviously in that situation, I fought and I won, but- In life in general, you know, a lot of spiritual people will just say flow with life. And yes, you do have to flow with life. Of course you do, because that's when you um, will come up against a lot of resistance if you're always just resisting things. You'd flow with it. Mm. But there are times in your life where you have to fight for your rights and fight to win. And I'm big on that. Really, really big on that. Because we live in a world where, unfortunately, People feel, and I'm just generalizing here, okay, because even I feel like that sometimes I have to catch my own thoughts. We live in a world where people think they're entitled to everything. They're entitled to what you've got. They're entitled to what I've got, like these two guys. It was a very simplistic thing. They wanted what was in my bag. They didn't care about me. They didn't care if I hit my head and died that day, but they wanted what was mine. And in my head, I was like, you're not taking what's mine. That's my hard-earned mm. money in there, my credit cards, it's my like whatever. It was, a, it was like symbolism really, isn't it? In Absolutely. A way, yeah. And so I left that. So I had to park it all because in an hour I was going to be starting clients. So I just put Band-Aids on myself and just was like, right, I'm going to have to park this till later. Got through my day and then I really, the next two days I really Mm. processed what actually happened and what could have happened but what I learned from that whole experience is that you have a fight within you and you know when to bring her or him out yeah and it's really really important that you do that and you stick up for yourself because nobody else is going to do that for you it's so true I mean I think as you get older you learn when it's right to fight and when it's not you sort of learn the timing you do but Do you think that it's just something you know within you when it's right to fight? Is that how you know when to do it? You have to be consciously aware of it. Like, you know, just say if we're bringing it back to relationships we have or a relationship with your parents or whoever your 
involved with it at the time. You, you've got to think about, okay, am I going to push this person's buttons now or am I going to just plant the seed that I need to and then gently, gently? Like I'm the sort of person that I will just, you know, do my thing gently, gently in the background. Anyone tries any stunts with me, it's all on. But I'll know when it's all on to do that. And that's when you get the greatest effect with things. Like if you're, like, especially when I see clients who are, whinging about each other like a husband and wife or a girlfriend and girlfriend and boyfriend whatever it is you know they'll be like oh you know she's just constantly ranting and raving at me and blah 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 and I'm like you've got to actually tone it down and say what you mean at the right time mm. but but when you're consciously aware of that and you're not just doing things for reactions because you know as a woman I have of course done that said stuff to get a reaction or said stuff I didn't mean because I felt rejected or I felt like I needed that person to show me that they loved me or liked me or whatever. Of course I've done stuff. But as you get older and wiser, you need to recognize when you're wanting to do that and check yourself. Mm. So that's why every conversation I have, when it has to be a firm one, I save it. I save it until I really, because I get this burning feeling in my stomach and mm. I know, okay, that's it. Gaia's going to have verbal diarrhea now. She's going to have to say this. And that's when I know, right, this is what I, what I mean. And so it's really important. So the two things that I want you guys to remember is that most of the time you flow, mm. but then sometimes you've got to pull out that fight. And of course, you know, true spiritualist people like monks and nuns, you know, they're not going to fight because they've chosen to have that that life where you're protected. But we, we are living a human experience. We are living we, a human yeah. experience. I've chosen that, you've chosen that, so we are going to have work issues, we're going to have relationship issues, we're going to get mugged, we're going to do all, we're going to have all this kind of yeah. shit coming up and it's how you cope with that. Like for me, I want to know that I always fought for my rights whether I win or whether I lose. And if you look back in history, you think about all the people that have fought for feminism and whatever else, some of them won, some of them lost, but it, every little bit makes an impact. So when I fought that day when I was being mugged, I didn't just fight for myself. I fought for all the other, because the amount of messages I got, right, personally and where social media saying, oh my God, you're so brave. You know, they've got their run for their money, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, it's encourages other people to fight for their rights too. There's a, there's a spin on and roll on effect from your action. So mm. when you're sticking up for yourself and being a warrior in the world, you are being a warrior for everybody. You're encouraging yeah. everybody to stick up for themselves. Mm. And it's the thing, like sometimes I think, because we are obviously living a human experience. Sometimes I think because, and especially in a place like New Zealand, and I, I guess it's like human nature as well and how life and politics work. Um, but sometimes we're made to feel whatever the situation is that, especially with women, I feel, I, 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 I bet this happens for men as well, but you're, you know, oh, like, you know, like, it's like people don't want you to think too highly of yourself. It's the tall poppy thing, yeah. which sometimes people will actually make you question your own value. Value, yeah. And we've talked about that a lot, obviously, but it's like sometimes it's like you need to learn that within yourself, but maybe it's just getting some sound advice from people you trust, whether you're actually, you know, like, is this, you know, all good? I mean, you should know that within yourself. And I know when it's like, I know for myself as well, when mm. something's worth like sticking up for myself or fighting for, you know, in your gut, oh, of course. but sometimes it is important to look to people like yourself mm. or like, um, 
whoever is like a strong, sound-minded, like level-headed person in your life. Because mm. sometimes I feel like people like, especially the people want you to think that you shouldn't stand up for yourself. Oh, of course, they do. Yeah. They love it because we live in a world where people are driven by their ego. Mm. And when people are driven by their ego, and this is why I don't work for anybody because I can't handle that kind of ego because I just want to do my own thing when I want, whenever I want to do it. Mm. And so when we live in a world with ego, people want you, people who run their life on an ego, they want you to feel small. They don't want you to stick up for them for yourself. They want you to pander to their needs. They want you to bend over and agree to everything they want. They want you to hand over your handbag to them. Mm. No thanks. Yeah, no, I'm a bit like you. I'm like, I mean, obviously, like, I'll comply to a certain degree with what is right. That's right. And then when you stand up for yourself, people do not often like it. And they that, don't. And that's the ego thing, right? Absolutely. They don't like it. But that's a good thing because even in, in a relationship, if we take this back to our partners or future potential partners, whatever, it's like, you know, I've had a partner say to me, oh, you can't talk to me like that. And I'm like, well, I I, actually am going to because I know me and I won't be raising my voice or saying something this firmly unless I really, really meant it. Mm. And so, you know, it's okay to challenge people. You know, you don't want to be that person that's driven by your masculine, especially if you're a girl, driven by your masculine energy all the time because that's when you push potential relationships, friendships, partnerships away. If you're being too strong, like I mean, I've told you guys this before, it's something that I have to be careful of, mm. of not being too strong in my relationship. Otherwise, you'll run in the other direction. But there is a time and place to flow and fight. Yeah. And so that's what I'm saying is that it's not an ego egotistic thing to stick up for yourself and be a warrior. And the other thing I also wanted to mention is that everything is impermanent. Everything. Mm. There is nothing permanent. We're not permanent. Uh, everything that happened, the feelings are not permanent. Like we were just talking before the podcast, when we come back from traveling, we all feel a bit miserable. Yeah. And like, what are we doing with our life? <laughs> I go through that. I get back to New Zealand. I'm like, right. Okay. What country am I in? Okay. You know, right. This is Why what am I here been, Why am I here Even again? though we're very lucky and grateful at yeah. the same time, we're like, <laughs> I feel like a little brat right now. But then the next day I'm like, right, four o'clock in the morning, I'm up. I'm motivated to go yeah. and see the bell and do whatever I need to do today. So mm. everything. And that's what we have to remind ourselves of whatever struggles you are going through, whatever challenges, it is all impermanent. And on a spiritual perspective, we have chosen this. Like for me, even though the mugging situation is a very simplistic way of looking at it, like you said, because it was very simple, I had something they wanted, I refused to give it. Mm -hmm. It's like we choose these interesting events in our lives on a much bigger scale because we the lesson is in this situation is to stick up for yourself, Gaia, because you know you're young enough and strong enough to do that. If I was 70, of course I would let my bag go because my bones my bones, I had to ice my hip. Oh, <laughs> I, I was like, I want to look after her. I had the to ice thing. my hip and I was like, you know, but lying there, I didn't feel sorry for myself. I was just thinking, oh my God, what what could have happened? But for me, it, it was actually an experience that empowered me. Mm. It really did. And that's not some bullshit woo-woo self-empowerment stuff. I actually genuinely mean that. Yeah. I just realised that, girl, you're not just talking the talk. You're actually walking the walk yeah. as well. You will fight for your rights. But just remember, whatever you are going through is impermanent, totally impermanent. It will... We're just transitioning onto greater things if we see whatever is happening to us as a strength. Mm. 
that's such an important thing to a way to look at it because sometimes when things happen and and I'll know from I know from my experiences and other people will be like yes oh my god yes but you you often met with a challenge and your initial reaction is like you might be in shock a little bit and then you're like trying to work it all out and then you freak out and you're like oh my god it's all the worst thing in the world but then I think what I'm learning is just to sit in it see it for what it is and know that it's like you just got to know and I think it's I think it's something you just have to learn yourself no one can teach you but you just need to know within yourself that everything's always going to be okay of course it is and it's and always going to be okay it is going to be okay yeah. and even if the okay is not what you expected it doesn't matter because no. it's going to lead you on to exactly. something else yeah. anyway but this is going back you know the the episode we did on self-worth and touching on that now and your value your biggest commitment in this life is to yourself mm. The biggest commitment you'll ever make is the relationship that you you have with yourself. Because like I said to you, and all of you guys listening, is that nobody's going to stick, we shouldn't expect somebody else to stick up for us. Because I remember when I was younger thinking, um, I know, I I want a guy that sticks up for me and blah, blah, blah. And I remember someone saying to me, why do you you even need something? This is also in my 20s when I was saying this. And, And I was thinking, oh yeah, that's so true. And then I was always presented with things and challenges where I had to stick up for myself mm. and there's so, you gain so much value in yourself by practicing your self-worth through sticking up for yourself yeah totally and you find this like strength within yourself when you do it you know when it's right and obviously like I say you might need to just talk it over with someone you trust because sometimes sticking up for yourself you're scared of it and people want you to feel scared about it they people who you need to stand up to sometimes will want you to feel scared absolutely that's the ego yeah yeah so like but then once you do it you can actually you you're so much stronger than you think like honestly like I see like when I was in London of course I saw a huge amount of clients, amazing people. But I did notice a pattern because there's always patterns with me. It's so weird. But <laughs> a pattern of people just um, accepting and accepting their situation without realising their worth and just going along with it because they don't think they deserve any better or they can't get any better or that. That's how we're raised to feel, I feel like, in yeah, this life. We yeah. are raised to feel like that and it's bullshit. And and this is, as as someone that owns businesses and that have, has staff and, you know, Soul 33, I have clients, but I look at all my clients as students. So I am the teacher of a shitload of people and my job is to do the right thing by them. So if you're someone that has a business or has patients or has clients your job is to do the right thing by them and so this is when you put your ego out of the way so even if it's something that takes away from you the practitioner the boss the CEO you do the right thing by that person that is giving you their time that's giving you their energy that's giving you their value and you encourage the growth of their value and that's really important. Like I remember when I was working for someone um, in my early 20s, I wrote a blog about this and I got told off. I got told, I, I can talk about this now because I have my own businesses. And you don't work for them I anymore. I don't work for them anymore. This person took me aside and said, I came across your blog and you're talking about leadership and blah, blah, blah. I said, yes, because I'm passionate about that. And she said, I want you to take this off. And I was like, why? She said, because it's making it sound like it's about me. It wasn't about her. It wasn't about this person at all. But it was me talking about being fair to people and being and doing the right thing and knowing your value. And I knew that from a very young age. Mm. And so that's why I was like, right, you know, 28, 28, I quit my job and started yeah. my own thing because I was like, I do not want to 
feel undervalued. I want to be in an environment where I can make other people feel valued. Like my Kieran, who works for me in Malaysia, who looks after my appointments and looks after my other business, she said to me, I want to work to, with you, Guy, and for you until the day I die. Oh, that's that's nice. how your staff and people with you should feel. Mm. Yeah. And I don't do that. It's not an act. I'm genuine with her because I care about her. I give her freedom and flexibility, and she and she looks after all my precious things, you yeah. know, my, my businesses and sensitive materials and things mm. because I trust her. And so when you want that kind of – reciprocation you've got to have that commitment to yourself and also look after the people that you have in your life like what you said to me before you're so lucky to have certain people in your life that are there for you mm. I feel the same way too but it's got to be reciprocated oh, so of course. you know and so being a warrior in the world is not that you're you're sticking up for yourself but you're sticking up for the people who are looking after you Mm. And doing the things that you need them to do to make you enrich your life. Yeah, completely. It's really important. Like I'm like, you know, because that other part of me is the business side, the leadership side. And I just see this all the time. You know, a lot of people I see as clients are miserable at work because they hate their bosses or they don't like something going on or whatever, you know. But you that's where you it's okay to stick up for yourself sometimes mm. and say what's needed and, and i also think and this is not an ego thing thing i think either like i've had to do this quite recently is to tell someone how much value i am adding to them yeah because they don't like that they don't like it and i've had to do that recently in a personal situation not in my relationship it was a business situation mm-hmm. where i had to go in and I, I spiritually prepared myself for this i literally could see all my my guards, my spiritual guards, everyone walking with me into this situation. And I had to sit there and say, this is what I'm worth. This is what I've done. But what I did when I was there, I had made, I was prepared to put it all on the line at this meeting, meaning, and this is what you, you need to do in relationships as well. When you're saying something you mean, like saying something you mean, like, uh, um, you know, while I was overseas, I met a lot of people who are at this breaking point in their relationship where it's either going to go somewhere or it's not, but the girl's not saying anything because she's too scared. What if I don't meet someone else? Yeah. Or what if he says no? Or what if the she's fear. the fear? But when you when you have something so big in your life that you really want, you have to be prepared to put it all on the line. Mm. Not one foot in and one foot out. Oh, it's okay if you don't want that too. I'll just stay unmarried. No, that's no because- way to live. That's no way to no. live. Yeah. So you have to. So when you are being a warrior and you're fighting for something you want, like how I did not let go of that bag, and I probably would have been dragged all the way through KL, yeah. you know, because I wasn't going to let go. <laughs> <laughs> like we laugh, it's not funny. But like, oh, don't worry, no, but I was like, laughing. But like, imagine if it was like you know five ten k's, and like, guy, she would still be hanging on. My my clothes were fine. Yes, there's grazes and bruises and stuff still, but oh. it was. But I didn't let go anyway. But I was committed to that process. Yeah, good on you. And so that's what I'm saying. Even though we're giggling about no, it, no, yeah, I could be dead guy, but I'm not. No, but, no, that's not going to happen. But um, you have to be committed to the outcome and be committed to put it all on the line when it's something you mean. If you are playing games for a reaction, right? Like, uh, you know, you're, you know, you say things to your partner because you want them to react. Like I'll just leave then, but you don't mean it. And he'll go, okay, bye. 
what are you going to do then? Yeah. But if you're committed to that, saying this, we've been together 15 years and I want to do this and this, and if you can't give this to me, I'm going to have to go. You have to mean it. Mm. No playing games and bullshitting around. Yeah. Be committed to yourself and be committed to put everything on the line when you are a warrior in the world. And that's an interesting thing because I think I, I'm starting to understand and like actually feel like, in my life as well, I've got to a point this year, I think it just comes with growth and everything, but I totally believe that as well. Like I, I literally feel that way. Like even though shitty things can happen, I just know I'm going to be okay. Of so course. I don't give, like, I don't, yeah, that, I, t- I totally resonate with that because I'm in a space where I'm exactly the same. Yeah. Like you just got to know that it's going to be okay. These like things not, might not work out how you wanted it to or who you think, mm. but just let it go. Yep. It's going to work out and probably even better than you even thought. Oh, exactly. Just like, go with it. When I think about all the job rejections I cried over and the boy that didn't yeah. text me back. I don't know. It just You get to a point in your life eh, and you're like, I'm always going to be okay. Yeah. And that's when you're going to rem- remind yourself that this is just an impermanent situation. It's just something that. I'm going through for my spiritual evolution and that's it. You, if you get so involved with it and it's causing you sleepless nights, and of course I, there's occasional nights when I worry about yeah. stuff too. Who doesn't? Every human goes through that. Mm. But if it's over-consuming your life, that's this is when you have the control and the choice of how much you let it affect you yeah. of whatever's going on. Because if, if you think about it, we could let everything affect us. We could just be basket cases, yeah. you know, but you just have to be like, okay, well, this is just what's happening. I'm just going to take it day by day, piece by piece, do whatever I can to be a warrior and fight this if you feel like it's worth the fight mm. or whether you want to flow and just let it go. Well, that's a good saying, flow or just let it go. Yeah. You know, or you want to fight it, but you that's when you really have to decide. It's almost like you're, when something comes up in your life, I mean, obviously in my mugging situation, I didn't have time to think. It was my natural Instincts. instinct to do mm. that. But if we're applying this into something more practical and yeah, realistic. Yeah, like a, a situation, whether it be with your career or, or your, your relationship. relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then you, you obviously can think about it first. Of yeah. course. You want to think about it and decide, okay, am I going going to fight this way am I going to flow and that that whole fear thing should yes but process the fear process mm. the fear first because everyone's going to feel that fear like oh what if I'm not wanted what if they pick me over someone else what if he leaves me for his ex-girlfriend whatever and I hear all this stuff all but the then time yeah I totally get that and I've ha- I have those thoughts and you have those thoughts too but like you just get to a point where it's like well, what's the worst thing that's going to happen like exactly you're gonna be fine like whether you have no job, whether because we're so scared of everything. Like, we get so scared about, like, oh, like, even people who might be miserable in a job, but we get scared because we're like, well, how am I going to live? It's like, you, it will work out. It will. Like, I know that sounds really black and white. I know it's not black and white, but you're going to be okay. Yeah. Like, you're not going to, you know, like, your parents, your family, your friends, like, it's going to be fine. And then something else will come. Like, you're being looked after in this life. Yeah, you know you what are, I mean? And if you really, really believe that, that you you are. Because, you know, if you don't believe it, then, and you just, you know, quit your job or you'd leave your partner and whatever and you're yeah. like oh my god nobody wants me and blah 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 what have I done of course nothing's going to happen yeah, yeah, but yeah. you have to like what you're saying with conviction yeah if you believe in yourself and you know that like even though you know like I say a lot when I'm talking about things if I post something I'll like be like you know even if you're having a cry and you're snot <laughs> like a snotty cry baby cry and like the snot's dripping on your lip like because yeah. that shit happens you can literally be crying like that but you know you're gonna be okay yeah like you can be cry. It's okay to cry and be upset. It's normal human shit. But yeah, you're gonna be okay. Like even when it feels really shit, 
that's what I like. That's what I've kind of realized. It's like you you go through really what you think's really shit stuff, but it's okay. Like even in those moments, it's kind of ironic, but you know what I mean. And and you and like you said, we are so protected, and everything we've chosen is for our greatest lessons. I just want to throw in this quick story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So on the on the way from London to KL, so I was going back to Kuala Lumpur. I sat next to this lady, right, and she was really nice, and she she was like, oh, so. I'm going to KL. It's my first time going there for work. I said, like, oh, cool. And she's like, what do you do for work? So I told her. I said, what I do? I said, I do spiritual work. I said, I'm psychic. I do all this stuff. And she was silent, didn't say anything. Uh-oh. So I was like, okay, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> and then about eight hours into the flight, eight hours. seriously, everyone had slept. And it's like, she's, she looked at me and she said, I'm interested in what you do, but I have to tell you something. So I said, okay. So this is when I knew everything's been orchestrated perfectly. She said, we're sitting in seat number 22. I said, yep. And she said, I grew up in a family where my mother was very particular about numbers. And she said, 22 or anything that adds up to four is a bad number. It's an omen. So I said, right. She said, I asked to switch seats for this plane, but there was nothing else available. So she said, I prayed. I prayed before getting on this plane. I prayed in the seat that nothing would happen to me or the people around me. And she said, psychics and anything spiritual has been a big no-no in my Mm. upbringing, but I met you. And she said, I meant to meet you. And I said, I am, yeah, I said, I firmly believe that. She said, and I told her what I did. And she's like, can I book in next time you're in London? So she... Obviously, she was orchestrated to sit next to me because she had this view of what people like me would do. Mm-hmm. But I went and sort of, I was a warrior in the world and I stuck up for what, you know, I didn't lie and say what, made up some shit about what I'm actually yeah. not doing. I told her the truth and it changed her mind mm. around it. So when you're truthful to yourself and stick up for yourself. You're convincing. You're convinced. You're, and you're showing people there's another way to look at things, mm. not in your ego bias point of view. And she wasn't ego biased. She was a very, very nice. She added me on Facebook and Facebook friends and all kinds of stuff but but it's like when you are sticking up for yourself and being true to yourself, being the warrior that you are, you make changes, ripple effects. Like she, she said, oh, I can't wait to go home and tell my husband that I met such a wonderful person and blah, blah, blah. So it cha- really changed her mind. Yeah, so it's like by standing up for yourself, you're standing up for others. And you're And you're able to show people, you know, love and, and good things, yeah. which I think is really important. Exactly. And so there's all these repercussions. So it's really important. The other thing I also wanted to mention to you is that we've recently come out of Mercury yeah. retrograde. I was going to touch on this because I have had a lot of people say to me recently, can you please talk about Mercury retrograde? And while I know of it, yeah. I'm like, I don't know, like I am into I am into woo-woo stuff, obviously, but like, I, I don't know, like there's certain things I believe in in that time, but also like I don't blame all my problems. On, no. You know, like, you know what I mean? No. Like, I mean, that's those. <laughs> Those like people of, that are always like, oh, like everything's it's like they blame. It's like, oh, I'm feeling a bit this today. It's Mercury in retrograde. Like yeah. people like to blame things on yeah, it. Where yeah. I don't, I don't agree with that. No, I mean that's not my biggest forte is knowing what the planetary alignment yeah. and stuff is. For me, it's what I feel when yes. it's going on. Oh yeah, and there, there can be some very intense energy, and yeah. I pick up on that as well. There's Absolutely. some very intense energy at those times. And so you know, when there's something like Mercury retrograde going on, going on, and things are moving and stuff, it's creating shifts within you to be able to one like this last mercury retrograde that's happened everybody has been fighting for themselves everybody yeah me my sister or my friend my clients I've been getting so many people going oh my god I've just had to fight for myself I had to fight myself with my relationship I've had to fight for myself with whatever what's up with that do you reckon it's just a it's a it's a sifting out process it's like right all this stuff needs to happen now for there to be bigger growth for you right so 
you know, the cosmic forces and the changes within the the, the cosmos and the universe while this retrograde is going on is causing that imbalance in us to create these situations to force us to look at them. Because often when we have to be a warrior in the world, we're sticking up for ourselves to grow up to build a foundation mm. so that we can keep growing on that. And it can bring about uncomfortable situations. Very change, uncomfortable. Because, yeah. you know, Mercury retrograde is all about reviewing things, not starting new things, but looking at things and looking at the structures of things and the, the foundation of which your relationships are built and all of that. So it's it's just the way it works for us to fall, because we're, we're connected to everything. Mm. So, so it forces us to relook at those things, but it's always for our greatest good always for our greatest good mm. is to review what we have because otherwise we just coast along and nothing changes. We get taken advantage of people, steal your handbags, whatever happens, <laughs> you know, you just got you, but it's a really good thing. So I look at it as a positive thing when all the shitty things are coming like, right, okay, guy has to deal with this now. Okay, that's fine. She deals with it and she moves on because after this period's over, the impermanence, we transition into another phase, which is going to be a greater phase for me. Yeah. A greater phase for you and greater phase for everyone so it's kind of needed for growth and that's the thing like rather than get caught up yeah you can get upset about it and everything but you kind of just need to know that it's okay like it's gonna be all right of course yeah I mean it is a challenging time whether you feel energy in the way we do or you don't because shit just comes up anyway I think sometimes something which can be quite challenging and I, I find this challenging at times as well even though I do know that everything's gonna be okay it can when things happen they can feel very intense and like it's the worst thing sometimes or you oh, can God, get really yeah. scared by it and you're like oh god what's it gonna mean like you know like so what's your advice in just handling that sort of situation where you where these things arise and you're like oh my God, like this is really too much and I'm, you know, I don't know if I can handle this sort of thing. Well, this is what you also mentioned is you you should know who your support people are, mm. um, whether it's one, two, three people. It shouldn't be the whole world, oh, but no. it should be, you know, a couple of people that you have in your life that you can just say, hey, this has happened. And I have those couple of people in my life too. When something goes on, I'm like, shit, how do I, guy, I can't process this. I'm going to ask what you think because I value your opinion. I trust you. I would first process it myself, then go to someone who is a valued committee member of yours, you know, that you can bounce off that. But this is when you have to, you know, mantras are about controlling the mind. And this is where this comes in. And so I've mentioned this before in an episode, have something that you go back mm. and read. Like I've got in my diary what I go back and remind myself of, mm. of what Gaia is actually here on this earth to do. So when stupid human things come up, I'm like, right, like the mugging thing, what did I learn from that? Mm -hmm. And so it's really easy to get caught up in your mind, but this is when – you know, you have to decide how much of it are you going to let into your life to affect you and how much of it you're just going to take piece by piece. Don't, if we sat and thought about everything all at once, of course we're going to go crazy. The what ifs. This is where we have to get rid of all the what if. Yeah. What if, what if, what if, what if, what if. And just take take it one piece at a time. Okay, this is what I'm dealing with now. Let's get over that part. This is what I'm dealing with now. Let's get over that part. It's just piece by piece by piece, but support is so, oh, yeah. so important. You shouldn't have to handle things on your own. No, there are but people it has that to care. be trusting people oh, yeah, that you careful. really know that have got your back because let me tell you, unfortunately with my work, well, fortunately and unfortunately, I see the truth and people will tell me the truth because they know that I'll see through it otherwise. And people are not all that they say they are, mm -mm. you know, like not everyone is who you think they are. No. And it's a, it is a hard lesson to learn in life. I think as you get older, you learn who to trust and who not. And being an open person, sometimes you can trust too many people. But like yeah. you say, at the end of the day, like 
there's a lot of tips in here and like coming up with a mantra is really important. So even when you are faced with a shit situation, I wrote something on my Instagram recently, a couple of weeks back where it was like my mantra, which is like, you are strong. You are okay. You are always going to be okay. Everything is okay. And just say it to yourself, even in those times. And I think, Something like that, when something's happening, it just snaps you out of it a little bit, right? Absolutely. And just remember, love yourself enough to stick up for yourself. You are a warrior in this world, not for yourself, but for our community, for our children, for everybody. So when you choose to be a warrior, you're choosing love over fear. Epic. Thank you so much, Gaia. Thanks so much for listening to the Self Love Club podcast. Please subscribe for more episodes and catch up on eps you may have missed. Reviews and sharing the Self Love Club with your friends and on your Instagram stories helps so much in spreading the self love message to others who may really need it. You can follow me at Belle Crawford on Instagram plus Self Love Club podcast. Check out my website as well, bellcrawford.com, for Self Love Club resources and blog posts. And we're on Facebook, the Self Love Club community. Go join it now. A big thanks to our audio engineer, Nick Baldwin. We've got heaps of boss babes coming up to empower you through the rest of the year. We're already halfway through uh, with weekly episodes available each Monday. Catch you soon, babes. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.